Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about our exhaustion and our fatigue and how that is all wrapped up with our anxiety. A lot of people have exhaustion and fatigue and do not have anxiety, but when you have both going on, it can be really confusing because you can be ramped up and exhausted at the same time. Now on with our talk about anxiety, exhaustion, and fatigue. First off, we want to remember what it is, just briefly again, what's happening when we are having a panic attack or we are ramping up our anxiety throughout our day. What's happening is that we are dumping stress hormones at a very quick rate. It's like we were in a situation where we needed to fight or flee and our body is is preparing to do that. And it is giving you the strength to run or to fight, not digest lunch, not fall in love, (laughs) none of the things that we would do when we are in our parasympathetic nervous system. We are totally cranked up in our sympathetic nervous system for fight or flight. And so everything else shuts down and all of our concentration, the brain sharpens, our ability to run or to fight is enhanced. And so we do that by dumping hormones. In particular here, we're talking about adrenaline and cortisol, which we talk about here quite a bit. But I just need everybody to understand that's what's happening. And that takes a lot out of you. Uh, You know, we all need to have that reaction happen when we are in a situation that is requiring us to be able to move quickly or to get out of the way quickly, or to fight, or to be strong. Um, But normally we do that, and then we realize we're safe, and our hormones stop pumping out adrenaline and cortisol, and we begin to calm back down again. And we do that multiple times, even in a day, on a normal basis, as long as you're going back to your relaxed state, again, your rest and digest, then you recover. But often, many of us, when we are in a state of anxiety panic, it's a daily state. And it's something that we don't get back into our safety zone again, and relax and recover. We are in a place of high alert so long and so often we are exhausting our body. And we can go into a state of panic, let's say a panic attack, where you are really at the heightened place of those, everything is raging, and it can only sustain that for a certain length of time. The wisdom of the body is phenomenal, and we need to trust that because it will rage on, and then it's it will just crash. It stops, and you will crash. You can feel extremely exhausted and fatigued 
after a panic attack. And it can be even the next day. I want you to all remember that it has been a very big stress on your body. So it isn't just your emotions and your feeling of, I don't like this and this feels terrible. Your body has taken quite a bit of the brunt of this panic attack also. And it's important for us to remember as we're talking about this, that the anxiety and panic doesn't last forever. It doesn't last forever in the short term, meaning a panic attack can't last forever. It will peak and it will fall and you might be exhausted, but it didn't last forever. And the same with the general anxiety. It doesn't need to be for the rest of your life. You can clear this. What happens and why we stay in a daily loop of anxiety, and then a daily loop of fatigue, and this can develop over time, is because the mind is not recovering as it should. It is staying the, it is staying on. That red brain is not changing to a green light at all. It is staying red. It is staying on high alert, maybe not to the point of being a panic attack or being even perceivable anxiety, but it is that scanning of the horizon that we talk about here, that feeling of needing to stay on alert because what if, right? What if this? What if that? That keeps us in the loop. And so you could see how that could exhaust a body. There is no rest happening. And the mind is not recovering in the way that it should, in the way that it could. And also what happens then is you may not even be able to fall asleep as well as you used to. And that, again, one of the places that we rely on for our best recovery is our sleep. So you can see that we get caught in this loop of uh, being on high alert, not being able to get the relaxation so that we are out of the red zone and out of our on alert amygdala, but we, we, and then we can't sleep and then we don't recover well from our rest at night. And you can see this is a lousy loop to be stuck in and we don't need to be there forever. We need to interrupt this cycle. We need to know what's going on because if you don't understand what's happening, you actually start to panic and then you are increasing the amount of time that you're staying with the red brain or the lizard brain being all ramped up. So we want to know and understand what's happening so that we can actually find places and it can be different places for different people where we can interrupt this cycle. So remember that you are not only tired and exhausted because of the demands of the anxiety that the anxiety and panic is placing on your body. A lot of this is happening in our life. So let's take a real physical reason to be ramped up, to be anxious, right? So I often talk about being in a busy city and stepping off the curb into to cross the street and a car comes zooming around the corner that you didn't notice. Well, that's a great time for your body to go into high alert and you don't even know you're doing it. You didn't even have conscious awareness of jumping up back up on the curb, right? It just happens. And that's what we need that system for. It's working for us. But then 
there's two things that can happen. You look both ways, you see it's safe, you cross the street, and you relax, you feel fine. It's like, oh, shoo, that was stressful. But your your mind and body have connected that you are safe, and everything slows back down again. And within 90 seconds of feeling safe, you stop the hormonal cascade that has kept you safe, and you just go on with your day. You have re-entered your parasympathetic nervous system, and you are able to rest during the day, digest your food, fall in love, and have all of those wonderful things that happen when we're in our parasympathetic nervous system, such as our body repairing and being healthy. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So what we want to pay attention to is when we cross that street and we don't feel safe, when we stay in the fear and in the anxious moment and say, oh my God, what just happened? And then then you're afraid to cross the next street or you're really ramped up and start to worry about things that maybe you hadn't been thinking about before. But because you're in an anxious state, everything is rising. And what looked like a small issue earlier is now a big monster because you are feeling anxious and and not secure. And so everything looks darker. I want you to see that there's two ways that that can happen. And so that was a real physical thing that happens when you consider the fact that our mind can make us go into that same fight or flight just from a thought. You can see that how easy it would, it is for us to fall into this state of anxiety, panic and to be stuck there because we haven't been giving ourselves the opportunity to get out and feel that we are safe and let our stress levels reduce, let our adrenaline and our cortisol go back to their normal state and us feeling normal and calm and peaceful. Now that we know that we can interrupt this and that we do have things that will happen to us and we can we can make conscious awareness of if we're staying in the fear or if we're feeling 
the sense of safety and letting our body go back into its natural parasympathetic nervous system. And we can see that with our thoughts too. Okay, am am I thinking in a way that is keeping me ramped up? And if I am, what can I do to put myself back into the rest and digest parasympathetic nervous system so that I don't get exhausted? So here's some things we can do. You hear me talk about meditation all the time, and the regular practice of meditation is what is going to help you. It's not getting longer meditations or new or particular types, although that's all wonderful to explore, and I hope that you do that over time. It is the consistency that's going to help you, and that is because you are going to daily feel Your body is going to remember this. Your mind and body are going to remember, oh, but every day, just like every day we get good sleep or every day we lay in bed and relax and release, we also have this time during the day where we are alert, but quiet and still. And it gets to look forward to that because it can feel that you are letting the glitter in the snow globe fall to the bottom. Even if your meditations or your quiet time isn't perfect, it is that repetition that will help you and help your body know that, oh, there's quiet time coming up. Oh, when you sit down, oh, it will begin to remember it. It's like a muscle memory where it's like it knows exactly what to do. So don't give up early on meditation. And also you want to be able to remember to have some good preparation for your sleep. We talk about many different things here. You can go back and listen to the shows about sleep. Other things you can do are watching your diet. Our diet, again, has a lot to do with are we um, adding more stress to our body by the things that we are eating or not. And so you want to eat real food, as we say, just eat real food, eat it closest to its natural state as you can, and to avoid things that cause the body to feel stressed and inflamed, such as sugars and refined foods. So um, just watch those, stay away, notice how you feel. You may even want to keep a food journal to see how your food and feelings are going together. Another thing you want to do is to be active and just something like a walk can be so helpful for being able to control your body going into fight or flight. It can feel uh, a, a relaxation from the walking, from giving out energy. It can burn off some of that cortisol and adrenaline and you can feel great. It also tires the body out so that later you can go to bed and a tired body will shut your mind down occasionally. So if you are um, one who is not exercising and you have a lot of spinning thoughts at night that keep you up, try exercising. See if adding that in can be something that is helpful for you. Add it in earlier in the day and keep track of these things so you know what is working for you and what you might need a little bit more help with. Sometimes the exhaustion and the fatigue that you are uh, experiencing can be a way of your body coping with what is going on because it's trying to avoid the stress that is bringing up your anxiety. So you want to just really take some time to see 
Mm. What is this exhaustion about? Have I been uh, having panic attacks and I'm feeling physically exhausted from that? Or is my body coping? I see this a lot with people who will actually feel exhaustion even after good sleep, even after many other things have been tweaked and taken out. The body is doing what it thinks is helpful to you. It is thinking it is keeping you away from the stress that is causing your anxiety to begin with. And this is a good thing that you can look at if you're talking with a counselor or you're talking with a coach or um, your clergy, whoever your, your physician, you know, bring these things up so that you can start to sort this out and not feel like this is impossible. We just keep going forward one foot in front of the other until we clear all of these things out and, and the mind and body are back in sync again and not feeling afraid. Some people find that this exhaustion leads them to a depression. And in that, if that is happening with you and you feel too tired to add the exercise that I just talked about, even walking, you want to find things that can be uplifting for you that are not physically exhausting. Sometimes we get so tired or we're recovering from illness or from injury and we need to look at other things besides physical activity. So that can be smaller activities, such as a lot of people like um, the adult coloring books now. Some people are very soothed by music. You want to find the music that soothes your soul and makes you feel good. And you can find that. There's no way you can fool yourself with music. You either like stuff or you don't. And so find the thing that really that really touches your heart and enjoy it. Find a simple time like other people are out running at a certain time, maybe you can take some time with your favorite music. You can also look at hobbies and small things. If you're not able to be out doing activities or athletic events, you can be doing some hobbies such as, you know, needle points and um, knitting and crocheting and uh, woodworking, many, many things that you can be doing. So, if you would like to share what's working for you, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what's working for you. And now for today's quote. As you sow in your subconscious mind, so shall you reap in your body and environment. And that's from Joseph Murphy. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.